everyone and welcome to the second episode of Scrapbook, a podcast dedicated to digital art. Uh, I'm your host, Michele Colonna. Um, and for those not familiar with me, I'm a collector, art advisor, and co-founder of the digital uh, fine art platform, Arthrobo. Uh, my guest today is the, uh, the artist, uh, Heather Stout, uh, one of my favorite people in the, uh, in the web space. Um, I have, uh, I've had the pleasure to, uh, to, you know, to meet and to know, uh, uh, Heather virtually for the past year or so, and uh, I've uh, I've collected her work, and uh, um, you know I have to say she's you know she's one of my favorite people in the space, and she also is one of the one of the kindest, one of the nicest, one of the most <laughs> altruistic people in the space, and so uh, I am super super excited to have her uh, here on this podcast on the show and be able to really really uh, you know do a deep dive into her art, which is uh, uh, you know which is a very very uh, strong body of work that I would like to. Share share uh with uh you know with the community with the audience so uh so welcome uh, heather it's so great to have you uh you're calling in from uh western colorado i believe right yeah i am calling in from the mountains of colorado above ten thousand feet hi everybody (laughs) thank you for the kind words it's uh no it's it I, i was you know i was just uh um I was just excited and I couldn't wait to, to have you on the show because like I said, you know, there's a, uh, you know, yours is a, a, a very important body of work. It's a significant body of work. It's a consequential body of work because uh, you're doing some very, very important things like, you know, especially from the uh, documenting or the, uh, you know, the historical record of, uh, you know, of a slice of American life, of the American experience, right, that I would like to uh, you know, dig deeper, right? So, um, and you know, without uh, uh, you know wasting too much time, I think we should. Uh, you know, I'd love to uh, you know start talking about uh, you know start asking your question about about your your, your work, right? So, uh, if I think about your work, um, Heather, you know, it's, it's it's centered on the American on the American experience, and more most importantly, on the rural American experience, right? And in my eyes, as an artist, you shoulder a big burden. Uh, which is to, you know, bear witness to the slow demise, right, the, uh, of the American uh, narrative, as, as we know it, right? So is that what you, you set out to do, or was it just uh, happenstance, meaning you just stumbled upon it? Um, it's an interesting question, because uh, it's not something I would say I initially set out to do. However, um, this question in particular had uh, had me thinking way back into the 90s. And even some of the first uh, works I printed in the darkroom when I was 15 are, are images of uh, Americana and decay. So in a way, I may not have set out to do it, but it has uh, drawn my focus um, I, I, for the duration of my time that I've used a camera. Um, so with the current work that I do now and in the last decade where I find it imperative to document um, environmental landscapes, which are, mm-hmm. um, are changing dramatically, um, I find myself drawn to every part of the landscape. So if there's a building there, it's, it's part of it. Um, 
So I wouldn't say that I initially actively sought it out, but it was something inside of me that I have pursued consistently for over 25 years. And, mm. uh, and this question had me really look back and realize that. Yeah, and 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 it is. I mean, is it about documenting, right? The the, the, the changes, the changes to the landscape, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, obviously, there's the migration of, you know, obviously, the last forty years we ex- we experienced a uh, a substantial, you know, significant migration from, mm-hmm. uh, from you know, from from country, right? From the from uh, you know, rural uh, uh, communities to uh, to the cities, right? We see, you know, we've seen the that, and that's universal, like or worldwide. It's not just for yeah, the yeah, states. yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, obviously, right. So, uh, but it, you know, it's it, it, but you know, it, it's manifesting in a very specific way here in America, right? With uh, mm-hmm. uh, with just you know, overall, you know, the and you know, and I'm talking about places like even as close to the uh, to the city up, you know, in, if you take New York, right? You know, mm-hmm. if you move, uh, you know, 20 miles um, north of the city, right? There's uh, you know, there, there there's communities whose landscapes have completely changed. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, sort of like left to the you know places kind of left to their own devices because of the uh, uh, you know the, the 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 move the movement of people towards you know towards the city so um, so in a way you know your work is is uh, I think in the long term will serve as a is uh, an interesting marker almost almost a uh, uh, sort of like a time and place like a finger on the pulse of what. Uh, uh, of you know of of the of the mutation of the of the shift of the America of the you know the American landscape right um, and and, th- and that that's the that's the, the you know sort of the reaction that I have to your work right because it's uh, and that's the, the sort of the importance that I place on it because it's it's serving as a uh, almost as like a witness um, to that to 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 that shift um, now. Uh, there's one project in particular of yours which is uh, lost in the midst of times, right? Which uh, you know, for me, you know, to me, it seems like it was sort of a way, uh, you know, because it came at a time and a place during the uh, right around the pandemic, if I remember, if I understand it correctly, right? Mm-hmm. So, in my opinion, it it's, it seems like it started with, with uh, as a way to sort of like cope with the pandemic, right? Just to just to partake in life, get out there and, and, and exercise, you know, continue to exercise the creative muscle and, 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 and continue to do art. But then to me, it, it, it shifted towards me being more like a, almost becoming like a historical record. Right. And that is the documentation of, um, of, you know, in this case it was West Virginia therefore of Appalachia. Right. So, so to me, it feels like it's like a love letter to Appalachia and did I read it right? Or. <laughs> yes. Um, very insightful, very spot on. And um, interestingly enough, the initial part of what you were saying um, is so incredibly accurate and it's work that you maybe haven't even seen because I, um, I became nomadic um, a few months into the pandemic um, and we hit the road and that's what I did. I started documenting everything. And it was something I had been doing previously. I think uh, two years before the pandemic, I was in New York State documenting in places like Silsby and, and places like that. Uh, mainly just, I, I think I just have a drive to do it. Um, there are beautiful things in that work as well, the beautiful yeah. things. When um, I received the commission for Obscura. 
so that is that's the main marker for the Lost in the Mist of Time series, which was commissioned by Obscura. Um, it was uh, December of 2021, and at that time, uh, even when we were notified at the end of the year, and I, I, I think we had our first Zoom call at the end of December or beginning of January, we were coming out of the pandemic, and Omnicron came in hard yeah. right as we started the project. So the yeah. project was two years after the storm. Even when I submitted for this project, I actually submitted work from protests. I had this, and I know I wasn't alone. There were 10 of us in the team. I had this idea that I was going to head uh, with the commission. I was going to head to DC and shoot protests and things that were happening with, um, you know, not just with the pandemic, but politically as well. But due to the circumstances, um, things shifted very, very quickly within those weeks. And I suppose that they're burned into my memory because of the commission where um, it went from, we're going to start, you have a few weeks to shoot, Heather, go ahead and stay in the rural area because everybody's in cities. And I kept saying, are you sure? Are you sure? And I was concerned um, mainly because it initially was just a few weeks and for each to find anything, even to a store, is an hour drive or <laughs> 40 right. minutes. Um, and here we were where people uh, were already kind of closed off, and now there was no one around. So things shut down again. People went back into their houses again. And um, I was in this place a you know, agreeing also to um, deal with the pandemic. So I'm coming at it from a research perspective, a historical perspective, archaeological perspective, um, an art perspective. But it, I found it um, incredibly important that if I agreed to do this commission, I needed to go all the way because I, right. um, I don't half, half do my work which meant that I had to face the, my experience in the pandemic as well, which I, I think many of us, things kept happening personally, whether it was death or illness or, you know, the news, and we had to keep moving forward, right? So you got the phone call, whatever happened, move forward. Another one, move forward, keep going, keep going, keep going, get up every day. Um, And I made the decision during that bracket of time of working through it artistically and creatively to also work through what I had experienced. So you are accurate on so many levels. And the love letter part is um, something that came in uh, a few weeks into shooting And I didn't anticipate it happening because I was working really hard to separate my personal um, experience with West Virginia. And I I guess while I'm speaking to you here on this podcast, I'll openly say um, my family has had property there for generations. And um, 
it's something I wanted to hide and keep secret while I was working on this project. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you're originally from Ohio, right? I am from Cleveland, yeah. yeah. And uh, so in the 1800s, like when family moved here, yeah. and then, you know, of course, certain groups of people uh, knew how to farm certain kinds of land. And, and that place is, it, is in the uh, hollers, the hollows yeah. of the Appalachian Mountains. Um, and somehow it's maintained... Uh, the acreage has stayed in my family where I'm the next generation. Um, and my family's a little bit different. And so the work has nothing to do with that. However, um, my experience there during this time was one I hadn't had because I didn't ever, we would just go down to the family farm for our reunion. Yeah. I went out, I explored it. I, 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 I went into it. And I, I saw what I hear about and what I hear about, whether it's the deserts of California, out, you know, upstate New York, um, there is, there are no young people left. And my love letter, uh, I knew it was a love letter. And I'll, I think this might be the first time I'm saying this publicly. Um, when I wrote the description for the metadata for the work and submitted it. I was sobbing because I, in a, I could, I, I went to read it out loud to make sure it was set and I couldn't get through it. And it's and and I knew at that point personally, privately, that it was a, it was a love letter. Mm -hmm. Wow. Cause so, cause if it, it did feel that personally, that personal for you. Yeah. It became, it became incredibly personal because um, I, I, you know, we all work differently, but when I'm working on a project, if it's sculpture or photography, yeah. uh, photography for me is much more about documenting things. Um, yeah. And I, I almost um, go into like a trance while I'm working because I, I, I just, I go all the way there. And I had experienced very, very difficult things, even the week that I started the commission, um, a loss uh, and, and what have you. And um, I, I chose to really, um, to really feel it through and to work through it in a fight or flight kind of way. And, and by the time I turned the project in, I had faced the experience of the last couple of years, along with the intensity um, and sadness that exists in these yeah, rural and communities, sure by just you know the effect of the pandemic, the loneliness that was uh, you know that was uh, affiliated with that. So you know there was mm -hmm. a little bit of a, of feeling marginalized and just feeling left out, right? So the, the, you know the need to engage and partake, you know, was probably a a big drive, right? And wanting to be out there and document. Uh, how, so, how long did the project take from the from you know from the accepting of the, the acceptance of the of the commission to the you know to the documenting of the work and then to uh, I, I think if I remember correctly, I think you published it on uh, you minted it on uh, with through Obscura, right? Mm -hmm. Was it? It was okay. So, what was the what, what was that arc like? Um, it was well. Initially, we were, if I remember correctly. It was about four weeks, and then it was getting extended a little bit with that Omnicron thing certainly played a role in that because um, there were just, everybody was working under really difficult conditions. Yeah. Um, it got, it was extended, and it was extended because there was about two months of that that we were all dealing with. And then 
the last week or two, people were starting to emerge, at least in the cities. That was not the situation I was in, in the place I was at. But um, it, it, I'd say we had, I want to, I want to be accurate about this, seven weeks or so. The work was released, um, it was around the end of March or April that we were officially done. And the work dropped uh, right about the same time that the war started. Oh, okay. uh, that same week and uh, the bear pushed the bull out. And that was, that was, so that week, that, that week was when it had all come to pass. Um, but we had turned it in uh, two weeks prior, I'd say. You did. Okay, gotcha. And how many pieces? How many uh, pieces is the drop? How many? Uh... Each of us had fifteen. Oh, fifteen. Okay. Fifteen works. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you know, so there's a much larger body of work, and it was uh, we submitted sure, sure. our work, and then it was uh, Alejandro, uh, Jim Goldberg, uh, okay. Fernando, Carlos, and Mickey had were the curators, so they selected okay. which fifteen pieces to make sure that they worked harmoniously yeah, yeah. together as a group. Yeah. Yeah. You're referring to Alejandro Cartagena, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I noticed that. Like, you know, you have some of the most illustrious uh, collectors, right? You know, Alejandro amongst them, right? And uh, Jackie, or you have Jackie's, you know, Jacqueline uh, Scripps collecting your work. I mean, that's... Uh, I just... Yeah, listen, at the, at the end of the day, it is, uh, it's... You know, it's it's an endorsement, right? It's a it's a validation of the of the of, of the vision of the you know of the work that uh, that you know that one does, right? So I think it's uh, and and why not, right? You know, looking at the work, right? Looking at the importance of the work, uh, why wouldn't they, right? Why wouldn't they be collecting, um, you know, Heather's work, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. well, I have a question for you, um, uh, Heather. So you know, when we think about you know. When we think about the block of uh, blockchain, right? You know, one way it's a, uh, in a way we are sort of uh, one of the, one of you know one of the upside of 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 mint of uh, of Web three and the blockchain in general is that uh, it allows us to sort of like consign uh, you know the work for posterity, right? Because mm-hmm. you know once on the blockchain, the, you know the work is immutable, it's in, indestructible, it's uh, unassailable, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so it's there for it's there for per- perpetuity, right? Um, are there any other factors that uh, that you consider when uh, when deciding to you know to mint a project or to uh, yeah to mint a project? Yeah, is there or or is it you know pretty much straight that the, the need or the desire to preserve it uh, you know in a digital fashion in a way that is sort of like uh, like again served up to humanity for the for the rest of times right for the rest of time. Um, yes, I uh, that's what I'm I'm so intrigued about. Uh, we were. Two years ago, it was just understanding that these we work in digital files now. Uh, with it's, they're 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 JPEGs on our computers, and now we can actually have control over the work. And uh, one thing I, I'd like to add that um, aside from uh, those wonderful descriptors for what the blockchain can be, it's also ease of access. So that that to me is is so. Uh, profound, not 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 just for myself, but as a for the world, where we can all participate in something. Um, we even have a universal currency, and even while I'm in an RV traveling around the country, I can participate. Yeah. I can put my work on the blockchain. 
I I don't need a lot. And I think that that is incredible considering I'm coming from a studio space full of lots of things and backlogs of work that are, you know, for 25 years. And the blockchain for me initially was a place to put it all, um, a place to preserve it exactly like you're saying. It was not necessarily a place to come and sell it. But I think my mindset came from the traditional art world in the sense that you get a gallery show, a solo or group exhibition, your work hangs on a wall for a month, a couple of months, maybe it's bought, maybe it's not. I see this space as a permanent gallery. There's your work. It's not in, not only on the blockchain, but now we have on cyber and these galleries and, uh, and then the opportunities for it to be, to be, you know, to make money with it as well is yeah, sure. I mean, it, it incredible. Yeah. It's changed the paradigm of, uh, of just agency in general, right. That being able as, uh, as an artist to take charge and, you know, and, and, you know, in, 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 the, in the traditional space, right. You would have the intermediary, which is the gallery the, you know, now, credit where it's credits due, you know, uh, there's a huge load of work, you know, obviously uh, we don't want to discount the, the, you know, the role that galleries, you know, uh, uh, play I, I worked, I worked in them. I worked in them for, yeah, for so, a yeah, while. So I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, there's something to be said about having that additional degree of control or just, uh, uh, just access right to, to, from the communication perspective mm-hmm. to the sharing perspective to the exhibitive perspective um yeah it just changes the you know the the this, this, the concept of agency right mm-hmm. for uh, for for individuals and for artists uh, specifically so um but uh, now uh, we were talking about uh, obscura right which is where you uh, showed where you dropped your uh, your work uh, the uh, uh, lost in the midst of times uh can you tell me? I'm, I'm I'm familiar, but I'm not as familiar with Obscura. Um, can you can you share with me like uh, really what the essence of the platform is or the organization and uh, and and if there's a role, you know what what is your role in uh, you know in Obscura? Um, is it is it Obscura? How do, how do you pronounce it? it? I think that you're nailing it. You know, I'll go with how uh, <laughs> Alejandro and they've always said Obscura, and it always sounds really really great too, better than the American version of Obscura. <laughs> Um, I am not an authority to, um, to speak on it. However, I am incredibly passionate about what Obscura is doing as well as fellowship. Um, and, and you've been around a while too, watching. And I love fellowship. I love what they do. What's the relationship uh, between fellowship and Obscura? Is it, is it similar, uh, similar founders, Alejandro, um, and and So you had, uh, and I remember it starting, um, and that was about that moment where I was like, here's my people. I've been waiting for them for a year, and I'm like finding them in the hallways of Web3. But uh, towards the end of that year, when they were artists, they're just artists making something happen. Native NFT photography, um, uh, that's Obscura in particular. Um, these people that are so passionate about um, uh, about helping raise up artists in the space, giving them a, a, an opportunity to create work. Um, I think it was over 300 artists the first wow. year. And that includes, so, you know, where the grant is possible for you to go out and, and shoot the work. And then 
they were also helping by minting it. Um, and you knew it was done correctly. You know, I have actually, I have actually mirrored everything I've done since then based on how they did it. Um, and another thing I think that's important about Obscura is that it is, uh, um, a lot of marginalized people or people that may not have had opportunities are, are granted opportunities through a platform like Obscura. That's great. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, I feel incredibly passionate. My role, I think just like any of us and any of the communities that we're a part of is voluntary. Mm. So it's a choice. Um, I'm a very, loyal and committed person. Once I, if I commit to something after, you know, I, I pay attention, I do my research and if I commit to it, I commit fully. If I've put my work there, I'm, I am committed to the project. So once it dropped bear market, whatever, I continued to push forward and I continued to, um, support in any way that I could, uh, for the community commission, for the, the people whom I love, who are part of that team, the whole team. We also uh, were on Zoom calls during such a, a difficult and tragic time, <laughs> working yeah. through our feelings on the pandemic together. Yeah. Um, it, so that's a bonding experience. Yeah. Um, and so I've just been, I've been really active I, I, as much as I can. And, and really, I guess that uh, if I can help, I want to help. And if that's, um, when the Obscura Museum and the the OM happened, yeah. I immediately wrote Wim and Hugo and said, "Hey, I'll do the on cyber gallery for Community Commission." If I was, I just, I just feel very uh, passionate about um, groups of people working together, and it takes a team to make these things yeah. happen. And I know that you must be experiencing that uh, yourself. Um, yeah. If if the team is not all passionate, it can be very difficult and a lot of weight can go on to a handful of people, right. just like in real life. But um, I just, um, I couldn't be happier to see, even with what you're doing with Arthropo, like yeah. Yeah. I, I, seeing these things happen, art things, not not all the other noise, but but actual passionate artists and people coming together to make things happen. I, I, I will back any of them that I can, if there's room for me, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, right. It, it, it's for the love of it, right. It's for the love yes. of the art. Right? Yeah. It's um, uh, obviously right. The, you know, the success that comes with it, if it comes with it, uh, with the financial or uh, mm-hmm. uh, acc- um, uh, acclimation wise, right. Or, or just being uh uh, acknowledge right is great but uh but ultimately it's it's the it's it's just the to, in, from my perspective it's sort of the uh the the awe and the and the and the uh, what's the right word i'm looking for it's you know the marvel at the process of creation right and being part yeah. of that right mm-hmm. um and you know engaged with the artists on a you know one-to-one basis and 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 seeing sort of uh, uh projects uh you know come together right uh i don't, I don't think there's um there's not, there's nothing like it. I think it's, uh, you know, and that's why we do it so passionately. It's so, um, you know, we're, we're, we're so committed to it. Right. And, uh, yeah, so you're right. You know, yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a labor of love, right. Uh, uh, 
you know, you want to, you know, you want to be able to first and foremost develop relationships that are uh, longstanding, right? That are going to last through the, you know, to the, through time with the artists, right? Um, and then you want to be able to, you know, develop that relationship. But at the same time, you know, uh, carry on the, uh, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the, the conversations, and most importantly, uh, you know, the, 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 the progress, right, of these artists, you know, through, you know, through the years. And uh, so, you know, for me, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, um, it's a one of a kind uh, experience, one of a kind it feeling really that, uh, um, that, that I wouldn't trade it for anything else. So that's why. Uh, uh, I just, you know, that's why I'm in the space because it's, it, it, and it sounds a little cliche to say, you know, we're in it for the art, but you know, what we really are, right? We you are. Know, mm-hmm. How many people are still left, you know, still, you know, grinding it out and building and, uh, and, uh, and creating art and, uh, and, and, you know, maybe with zero sales or very little sales, but still going at it, right? Because ultimately it is about the, um, it is about the creative process and be, and wanting to be part of that, right? Whether as an artist, as the creator themselves, or through uh, as collectors uh, from the experience end of it, or from the curating end of it. I mean, it's just the, uh, you know, just the opportunity to be in it. I think it's uh, um, it's 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 something, you know, really special. So I I um, always you know with art movements throughout history, they've um, they're so fascinating. The small ones, the large ones. And I have always wondered what it would be like to be alive during an art movement on a, on a large caliber and, and then many ones. Yeah. And I, I, two years, two and a half, oh, how much time? Like you said, I think you said earlier, dog years. That makes total sense to me. Um, it's, it's, yeah, I mean, it, uh, Web3, yeah, it's definitely it's dog happening. years. It's <laughs> happening. Yeah, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. We're we're experiencing a, a, a major art movement and well, you know, it's, participating it's, it's in it. It's interesting you bring that up, Heather, because I uh, I asked that question to uh, to my friend Raging Taz on our previous uh, episode, right? And and I asked it in Italian, right? Because to me it was like, okay, so we've been um, we've been toiling with you know with the com- the contemporary art movement right for the past 40, 50 right, years, right? right. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we kind of at this point it's almost like by default, and I feel like you know, maybe we'll, you know it's it was, you know we've sort of like you know gone, grown comfortable, and it feels like like a very comfortable flannel shirt, right? <laughs> yes, uh, yes, with a few holes. However, are we? You know, are we because of the and it's not just a technological right impact mm-hmm. right that blockchain mm-hmm. technology is bringing about right, um, but you know we are at the threshold of a digital era right that is completely revolutionized and it's going to be very consequential. I keep saying that we've crossed the digital Rubicon and there's no going back mm-hmm. at this point. So with that said, you know, do we do do you feel like that we are at the beginning or uh, uh, or just about? Uh, you know, uh, crossing the threshold to it to the next art movement, and if that's the case, what are, what are the signals to you? Like what? Because I've been, I've been on the lookout for yeah for for you know for some you know signs or signals of this new art movement, and it's not just like I said, it's not just technology. Mm-hmm. It's almost you know, it's, movements have to do with like uh, uh, with, with you know, it has to do with the human right, with the human. Uh, uh, human conscience and human experience and finding new tools and new ways to express that right that, that, that you know the, mm-hmm. the uh, you know the the, the 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 human soul right so uh, what what are you seeing you know what, uh, as far as like a, a movement in the making um it's 
funny. I when you were when you were asking the question, I, I was thinking about how uh, at the beginning of the pandemic, I spent months researching art after uh, 1918 <laughs> to about what happens with a pandemic, and maybe this is going to be it. Maybe the pandemic will trigger a shift in art. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. I think waiting for that movement and you, you described it so beautifully at the beginning. Um, I think it's, well, yeah, uh, well, all of the things that you mentioned are happening. People are finding new tools. They're finding new ways of expressing themselves. Um, but there's a, um, there's a, a subconscious and conscious. Uh, there's there's something much bigger than us going on. That's um, it's intangible. It's uh, it's identifiable in the same way dust is right now. Um, so you can't quite put your finger on it. Yeah. The experience um, of connecting with people intensely and passionately through technology and creating art together and working. And we also have uh, cultures and people and no, it doesn't matter your age or where you're from working together. So it's not a movement over here or over here with certain groups of people. It's, uh, it's homogenized. It's, it's all kind of coming together. Mm -hmm. And I have so many thoughts coming in right now. This is such a good question. Um, For me, um, from an art his, like an art historian kind of perspective, and and I kind of did that at the beginning in the space. I, without judgment, looking at just what is happening, um, I the energy, every it just it, I could feel it. I could feel everything changing. Where the history books are going to write about this moment, right. I feel like I'm a part of it, and I have sub like from with from the outside have been trying to pinpoint and identify what the moments are but i think it might be maybe months maybe a year in the future maybe longer before we look back and go that was it and that yeah. was it and that was it and i think some of the things that are noisy and loud and exciting are not it that's not that's not it it's not it doesn't have to be loud. I think that the, these. I think that there is quiet, subtle moments happening under the radar where even communities aren't meeting together. That those are the moments, and we may not even know about all of them yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right, and you know, and we and we try to um, we try to address that with a dystopia drop, right? Because yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what what I see, what I was seeing, um, just from looking at the uh, the lay the lay of the land, right within the art community, right, and looking at what uh, you know the work that was coming out, and uh, you know, I I noticed it, to me it was like there was a there was a common denominator in um, in in sort of like a dystopic outlook, right? Because obviously, you know, we're approaching the place where or the time and place where 
you know, man is making way for machine, right? You know, as, mm-hmm. you know, as we, as we slowly seed control, right, through social identity, right now, even the idea of social identity, you know, is being put into questions, right, mm-hmm. with these avatars, with these PFP pitches, right, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. uh, overtaking sort of the, the 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 idea or the concept or questioning the idea of, of identity as we know it historically, right? Um, but you know, it's 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 this. Uh, it's it's this rapid sh- this this really rapid shift this change that is uh, that is uh, sort of you know revolutionizing the way we do things and again like I was saying you know almost ceding control to the machine right um, like what are the repercussions of that so what I, what I was seeing in the in, in the in the community right there was uh, it was a there was a duality of uh, of sort of a reaction from the art especially from the artist perspective one that was sort of like a little bit doom and gloom, like kind of most like, more like fear, like of the unknown. Like, what could that be? What could that look like? Right? I'm thinking about you know the uh, I'm thinking about those uh, really really interesting um, um, uh, settings, uh, you know, that you find in Annibale Sicconolfi's work, right? Those imaginary cities of the future, right? Uh, or you know, Mattia Pannoni's you know Primordial Humanities project, where you see a lot of these. Um, uh, you know, like what 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 could life look like, right? So there's this preoccupation, right, with with uh, with you know what does that look like once once we you know cede control to the machine. But at the same time, though, I also know, I also picked up signals of optimism, right, of what the technology of what the digital era could um, could yeah could could bring about, right? So so it's almost um, there's there's an element of duality. Uh, from my perspective, one that is fear, but at the same time, hope. Um, and, you know, a little bit of the, uh, the you know, the, the duality of human, of human existence, right? Mm-hmm. So, so perhaps those are, you know, in my opinion, I wonder if that's the, um, you know, th- those are the signals of, of a new movement and, and, and what that could look like, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly formed by technology, uh, certainly formed by the tools uh, that we are um, employing, uh, mm-hmm more so mm-hmm. uh, but I, I feel like it's still a book that needs to be written it's still uh, we like i said like you said there's there's just signals at the moment and we've yet to see um you know the actual movement take shape and uh, and and understand what what it looks like right so what does you know contemporary art you know make room for right um anyway that's digital art right but uh, but you know in there's got to be something a little bit more specific a little bit more sort of uh, um you know that speaks to a movement, right? I love that. I love, I love everything you've said. Um, uh, fear and hope. And yes, that's exactly, um, that's exactly it. And you've, you've put it to words really beautifully, I feel, because even with the AI thing that we're seeing right now yeah. and this exciting thing that's happening with AI, everybody's all excited about it. <laughs> so whether that's a positive or a negative excitement, um, one thing that is intriguing for me uh, is how uh, it appears of the majority of the works that I'm seeing come out are these when machines take over, like human bodies in particular. So it's it's very that is very much what's happening. But I I wonder, you know, maybe this will just be a moment. Maybe it'll yeah and. You know, in 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 that idea, like you know, like I like I said, there, there, uh, it's you know, it, it, it's implied, you know, it's hidden the 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 notion of, you know, the the, the fear of like, you know, what does it mean to cede control, right? 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, it's like there's that almost like the morbid curiosity. It's like, oh, okay, let's let's find out. Let's let's see what it looks like, right? <laughs> uh, maybe maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a wonderful thing. So there's this just uh, this yeah this duality of of, of feeling of of interpretations or or or, or whatnot, you know? Because um, yeah. <laughs> um, it's we're in, it's an amazing experience. It's just so vast. Yeah, yeah that, yeah. that you could write books on it already. I I feel it's it ended and it moves so quickly. So what yeah. ends up being those sticking moments in in history are going to be really fun to to see yeah. happen and see how they're viewed a decade or two from now. Yeah, and how amazing that we get to experience it first. I know. In, in the, yes. Right? Like yes. We're like right there. Right and, there, um, and so many of my my peers are not and colleagues. I I, right. I, I don't know about for you, but I'm yeah, pretty yeah. much uh, alone. I, I had to make my friends here, and it's yeah, a separate yeah. entity. Yeah, no, I, I I I I I think it's 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 probably the most common feeling. I mean, I think all of us yeah. that are in the space, uh, because listen, in if you if you it's a numbers game, right? There's mm-hmm. we're such a small small percentage of the. Uh, you know the oral population that mm-hmm. uh, yeah we do toil in silence we do we we, we toil in obscurity right and uh, um, but you know but we know that you know we're working on very consequential uh, technology work uh, ideas projects uh, yeah I mean it's um, you know we 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 it, we're really at the forefront of it so that's one of the main signals for me. Uh, yeah, that right, it's a right, movement. Right. That's one of the main, uh, not just how I feel, but what I'm uh, seeing. Yeah. What you just said is exactly the main signal for me because um, movements of the past, there were only a few at the beginning that were yeah. pushing forward. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that that's one of the number ones for me. Yeah. And so, you know, so, and so there we are, you know, kind of doing it. Right. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's why, you know, we, uh, the, the sense of community is much stronger because obviously there's that sort of like um, a complete, the sense of complicity, right. Kind of mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, you know, building this thing that, you know, nobody really is like understands or, <laughs> yeah. you know, sometimes, you know, even made fun of. Right. Um, because they, because it's not as tangible. I, I saw, um, I saw somebody tweet something about, uh, Oh, who was it? it spatial like mike or something wrote something like uh does it have to be tangible then love doesn't exist <laughs> and i was like that's it because yeah. yeah yeah yeah. It, it, what's real and what's not yeah it's uh, you know and, and and if it's in fact it's a picture everybody can anybody can you know mm-hmm. save it and then share it um but but it's 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 much bigger than that. Listen, I've always been of the opinion that uh, everything in life, you know, in, especially in human in 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 society, right, and in the history of societies, right, uh, it, it's always been a, it's also it's always been about conventions, right? Uh, convention is like meaning like a group of people coming together and agreeing on on something that's some like you know the, the idea of money, right? It, it, it's a convention, right? We, we, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we convene, we come together as a society and we decide that, you know, that piece of paper is, is, is worth something, right? Mm-hmm. It's worth this much, right? Uh, but it's not right. But we, you know, we, we apply that, uh, that knowledge, that tacit consent or that tacit mm-hmm. approval. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a convention, right? So it's same thing with, with NFT, you know, the communities come together and uh, decided and agreed that the token, right, is the 
you know, it has a perceived value and it's a, and, and, and it's been per se, it does, it's, it's worthless, but it's not in our case, you know, we've decided as the, as the participant, as the players within that space, we decided that there's value, we've assigned value to it. And that's all you need, right? That's, you know, we, there's no other permissions needed other than our, you know, our consent as the contributors, as the, the participants in, in that economy, right? So, yeah, so, but it's interesting though. We are, but we are, we are, uh, we are toiling in obscurity, but we are building, you know, something of great consequence that ultimately uh, the masses will soon get a, get a hold of and, and come in in droves and we'll be there. <laughs> we'll, we'll be there waiting. <laughs> Their arms open. Hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Ed, I want to. I want to go. I want to go to a. Um, there's. There's a recent project that you just recently released, which I. I to me, it was like so. It was so endearing. It was like so. Um, and it was very, very iconic. It was like uh, visually iconic. I mean, it just had that that in your face, that presence. I think we call it the slit project, right? <laughs> it's. Um, can you tell me, give me the backstory on that? Like, you know, give me, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, right? I want to, yeah. Because uh, it's, there's got to, I mean, <laughs> is, 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 is it a seat? What is, what is, what, yeah, just, okay. just walk. Um, uh, okay, but well, where will I start? Um, so during the rise of uh, Instagram and things like that, I was, um, still kind of anti-digital photography. I was, uh, I'd say till about 2014, not, not anti, but I just preferred yes. using film when I was shooting. And um, I started exploring and around 2014, I was like, what, why is everyone using cell phones? And I, I started, I did this project for five or six years, just for me, where I was oversaturating color, and, and using cell phones and, and where I was like, this is not photography. And I was oh, fine. And I got lenses for my cell phone and I just kind of toyed with it. I messed with it and had a good time as well. And when I figured it out and I could even fool people that it, whether it was a cell phone picture or not and pushing the envelope and pushing back against what was considered photography now. And that was yeah. a it was a huge shift. We it's it's um it was intense to experience as well uh, for someone who had been doing it for a while. And I I don't know if you had a similar experience at all with that. So I was um I was doing that kind of work at the time, and when I I do like a lot of close ups and things like that as well. Um, I. I don't, I don't stick to any one kind of niche, I suppose. I was, see, this is the part everybody wanted me to explain it. And I was like, it's not as much fun if I tell you the, ab, <laughs> the, the final abstract product has the possibility of being fun and entertaining and it can be a yeah. multitude of things, which is what I want. Right. I and want, it's, and it's, it's by the way, it was a success too, because it was just like a, thank you. It was just, so I, I was surprised that my old work would be, I test things all the time. And I was like, wow, people really like this old stuff I did. Maybe I should bring more of it up. Um, but when you said no stone unturned, I thought, is this the moment I tell everybody how not fun it is? <laughs> is this the time that I explain? And I decided that I'm going to, because it doesn't matter what I say about it. What I want 
in any of my work is for people to get their own experience. It's, it's important. Um, (laughs) I was working through, um, a project at the time, uh, for a few months, another one of those fight or flight projects. Um, and I was working through something, um, very traumatic for me that I decided to, um, I thought always it was going to be a painting. I yeah. thought, I thought that that would be how I'd creatively work through the trauma of, um, the experience, but it ended up being with photography, which was challenging for me. And it was, um, I won't go too much into it, but I, I gave birth to twins and the experience after they were born, um, I nearly lost my life. Um, I'm one of the few people that survive that much blood loss. Um, and, uh, it was also, you know, and it's important to share that because it, it explains a lot about who I am because when I survived, um, and I wasn't supposed to, um, the, I was holding the babies. They were taken from me and I wasn't going to make it. And all of that I was conscious for. Um, When I survived and got home, um, there was something inside of me that changed where uh, I've always been the same person, but um, I don't have, I don't have room for um, certain things in my life. You know, it's, I'm just happy to be here. Uh, you, you know, you, uh, many of us have gone through, and especially after the pandemic have gone through experiences like that, it changes you, but the uh, working through that private experience was really important to me. And it was several years after I decided it's time to, to work through it. I had red fabric and I had a concept and I had been shooting it for about a month and a half. And I was down at the lake shore with my red fabric for those parts. And then I was uh, moving back into the next part of the concept for that project, which would include me like self-portraits wrapping the fabric. So in between this body of work is the slit. (laughs) So (laughs) I finished shooting the fabric in the wind. And then um, there was a bench, a red bench that always sat at the lake that was pretty worn. And it's a tear in the seat. And it, when I wrapped up and I was, I was still very much in that trance, in that um, moment, I saw that and I put everything down and I stood over it and I shot that. And it almost may have been a part of that body of work. And, I, and it's not. It's not. It's part of the separate... Um, because it's oversaturated, it's pushed a little too far, um, to where I'm uncomfortable a little bit. (laughs) So that piece, you know, to, to being very, very honest, that's, that piece was almost part of that body of work, but but I have removed it. It's separate. It's years ago. And it's now part of these other, um, interesting and fun abstract pieces that yeah. um, I just, I get, I get the most joy 
out of um, all of the, the things. People are like, is it a salt lake? Is it a wolf dancing? And these, I see these things as well. I see yeah. all the things, even yeah. the things I'm not going to mention. There, I see all the things in it. And I just enjoy so much um, how people uh, see the work for themselves because that's what, really what it's about. It's not about... Uh, and, and, and it's what art's supposed to do, right? It yes, finds its yes, way yes. in the world, right? Yes. And then it becomes... Mm-hmm. And then it becomes... Thing. Right of the collector mm-hmm. and or whoever, mm-hmm. and then and then the the, the subjective interpretation of mm-hmm. it, you know, takes over, right? And uh, um, yeah, and it's that's what I want. I'm so removed from that, but I felt yeah. I felt in this experience today with you that I was like, you know, I'll just say where it came from, but it's completely. It would. I always knew that it would throw everybody off a little bit. But that's okay because you know what we I I studied art history. You you find out about an artist and you may have loved a piece for your whole life, and then you find out something about them during that time, and it's like, oh wow! But it doesn't change your experience with sure, sure, sure. the piece I know, itself. And, and thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that. You know, with you know, with you know, with with, with the with the audience. So um, it's you know, it, it in a way it it tells the um, you know this opening up sort of. Uh, um, you know, sh- sh- uh, opens up a window. You know, more sort of like um, window into the into the into more the inner world of the, of the, of the artist, right? So it's it, you know it allows for a much more uh, broader understanding, right? Of the not only of the work itself, but also of the of the creator, right? And uh, and the place. You know, it's it's funny because I always think that uh, uh, you know art is always uh, is always coming from a place. There's a, it always comes from a place of struggle or inner inner struggle you know inner demons whatever you want to call them and therefore there's a there's almost like a, an innate uh, need to express that to share that mm-hmm. to tell it in you know in 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 an in, in, in an artist's own vernacular or you know language right um so so it's clear right understand you know this here in the backstory it's it's very clear to um you know what what informed it so uh, so thank you for sharing that. Oh, I'm um, I'm glad I'm glad to have the opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I I do I do appreciate the I I think I think it's really important that uh it stands on its own. But I I've enjoyed uh I've enjoyed yeah. sharing because it, it, when you see it in the files, the original files, it's it's yeah. these conceptual conceptual work, and then it's like boom, the slit, <laughs> it's like right yeah. in the in the middle there. But I've decided to give it it deserves its own life. And here it's having it. And I, I just think it's fantastic. Yeah, as it should. It's a wonderful piece of work. I love Thank it. Thank you. Thank you for collecting it. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious to know, I mean, uh, it's, it's interesting because uh, as, a, as a female artist, right, in the, uh, in the Web3 space, right, which uh, I, don't, I don't know, my experience is that, uh, I mean, we're far from, um, you know, being equally, you know, equally sort of uh, uh, distributed, right? But I, f- but I feel like there there is a pretty uh, authoritative and pretty um, self assured and uh, just overall sort of like sense of 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 belong of not belonging of uh, of, of, of confidence, right? I wanted to be and 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 rightfully belonging to the space from a lot of female artists. So I, I was just curious about your experience as a female artist and, uh, and what would be in your opinion, what, like, what, it, what would be the blueprint, right. For, uh, for a successful, um, 
transition or um, yeah, or, or coming into the space for for other up and coming female artists. Um, yeah, it's um, it's really interesting because it's ebbed and flowed over time, and and luckily I have years on me of do, of, of of doing this. Uh, art the art world is difficult for women. Um, however, I've always chosen to just move about it and uh, and a lot, maybe that's why most of my work has been in boxes and rarely shared. I, I I'm not sure. I don't I don't create artwork for others or uh, to sell. Um, I, I I need I need to sustain myself financially from my work but it was I think it was something that um perhaps uh because I am a woman in the art world I I never expected it necessarily it's always less I you know uh there there's there's certain statistics that we are all well aware of in the web3 space um when you see the numbers it's pretty shocking as well. Um, and in the early, the, the early parts where I came in, it was very much like, um, like hanging out with my little brother at his apartment or something, you know, there was this, uh, and I'm going to be really honest in this interview. I'm, I'm just going to let it out. Um, I am, an activist at heart. And my, when I entered the space, I felt passionate about every woman I saw it, you know, when spaces started, there'd be six or seven of us in the room. I was generally in the woods somewhere. Um, so I couldn't speak, but I, if I saw a woman, I followed her. Um, you know, I was, I was so, I was so serious about it. Um, marginalized people, like I was, I was, I was trying to figure out the community, and I was seeing things a certain way. Although I was aware, very much like in the world around us, how things operate, and it's no different yeah, yeah. within this space. Um, and that also would be this as well, because the women that followed me back are very few. And my mind is like a steel trap. So that sometimes was difficult, but I, I kept pushing forward and I kept, and, and in my mind, and when I talk to other uh, female colleagues in the space now, I, I see things that are happening. And I feel that because we weren't all bonding together and working together, it was like clicks and people who came from Instagram together. And then, you know, if I wanted to kind of be like, hey, I'm over here, let's be women together. Um, it, I was just kind of, uh, a lot of times I was, I, I don't know, I was kind of left behind quite a bit. I, I'm, not, I'm not sure why, because we're not in person meeting. The, they're just avatars and spaces and what have you. But I, I think that the patriarchal way that women have been trained for centuries uh, certainly exists in web three as well. And it may yeah. have, it may be starting to dissipate because those of us that don't operate that way are getting louder. And um, maybe we've been moving too quietly, but if, 
if women don't work together and support one another, and we're such a small percentage of the space, then we see things happening, which just last week, there was some pretty dramatic things that I had learned about and the space learned about where uh, young women and young female artists are falling victim to certain groups. Um, that shouldn't have happened. And I feel that those things happen because if you're a young woman artist entering the space and trying to find somewhere to go. Yeah. Uh, and I, me in my 20s is different than me now. I'm 44. I don't take it personally. I don't, I don't need to find a group. I, I moved fine without, you know, just by myself doing what I needed to do maybe age and experience. Um, but honestly, if there are women, young women watching this podcast, define me, DM me. Like, I, you know, there, you don't have to sell yourself in ways that you're uncomfortable with. You don't have to be part of groups. You don't have to join every space. You don't have to frantically get up yeah. to speak find if you're an artist you already know you already know you're working hard keep working and we're led to the groups we're talking about your your group um obscura fellowship quantum go and join those discord communities go be a part of what's happening there talk with people about art because that's happening in in these groups and then all of that noisy mess on the outside, that's like the mall in 1994, it becomes, it, it can fall away. It does not have to be a part of one's reality in this experience because there is going to be other, it's um, a word I'm looking for. We see it already. There's different parts of this space. It's not just NFTs or, or Web3 isn't just one thing. It's a, it's a multitude of things. Artists need to find other artists, not some of the things that we are bearing witness to. That um, whether no, no matter who they are, um, and I think that at this point, there are some awesome artist communities, and there are so many that I I feel like I have my finger on the pulse yet then you see this other group of people over here that are, have, have only been on Tezos or this other group that have only, and it's so exciting. And you know what? I think that we're all starting to find each other in this slower bear market, no matter what corner we're at. And so uh, young women should just keep doing what they're doing and embrace one another. Uh, especially the younger people. I know I'm kind of all, it's such, it's such a huge topic. <laughs> it's, it's such, yeah. because I'm in my mind, I have like art history things about women and facts and, you know, and all of these things. And yeah, it's all present here, but it doesn't have to be. We have an opportunity to, to shift and be on equal ground. Are we? Probably not. I mean, I, you know, um, but I, I think that one of those art movement things, to go back to that, 
that we are <laughs> going to see is that we do see that, right? And, and not all across the board. It's not 100%. But we see, um, we see marginalized groups of people um, no longer, it, it's more like there's, there's kind of this level playing field and everybody's coming and they're working together. And I think as long as you find the good, that goodness, that good space, and, and maybe, because there is some other stuff, just like anywhere, but keep, keep the noise at bay, find the, find the people <laughs> that you feel in tune with, and, and a lot can happen. Um, yeah, I hope that that makes sense. It's such a, that's it, such an, it, it's an intense it, it, subject. It, it, uh, no, it, it does, because in a way, it's like, you know, we are operating, you know, it feels like we're in the frontier, right? So yeah, you yeah. the unknown, right? So mm -hmm. the idea of, uh, you know, be, being, you know, finding your people, finding your community uh, that will somehow, you know, you know, hold, have your back and, 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 yeah. and some protect you, right? Or at least, you know, uh, uh, anticipate potential uh, problems or potential mm -hmm. scams or whatever. So. Um, so for a young, uh, artist, you know, female, male, whatever, I mean, it's, it's the, uh, you know, a, a community will do that for you. Well, will somehow have, you know, your best interests at art and sort of at least, uh, you know, keep you from getting in, in, you know, in the trouble that, you know, web three could, uh, you know, yeah. Could. And, and I, I wonder if you'd agree with me on this too. Um, it's about patience, right? It's not, not just with web three, but about. I mean, if you're an artist or you work in the arts and any, it's about patience as well. And that's something that in our twenties, we don't always have, but we grow into right. it. And that's, yeah. I think that that's key to, to listen, to, to take your time and um, don't come in because of money. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, that, that, you know, you see so many people, come in so strong and then disappear because, and I get it because you're exhausted. You haven't made anything. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps you've spent more than you've get, we've brought back in. So it's a, it's an important aspect of things. Yeah. Um, no, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, it's, and it's wise. It's very, very smart advice for sure. Um, I want to go back to um, to your early to your early uh, you know uh, formative years, right? Because because you study under uh, Masumi Hayashi, right, at Cleveland, mm -hmm. at Cleveland State, right? Um, and and she's a tragic figure in her own, right, because of you know what happened to her. But I was more interested in the, you know the influence, what influences and uh, you know and takeaways you know you came away with that from that experience. And if you could share, you know, I'm sure you can share, you know, you know you you. You probably know much more about her, um, you know, her life because she came out of the, the internment camp, the Japanese internment mm -hmm. camps experiences, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, which became sort of like the main, uh, the main source of our work, right? Those big giant collages that she's done, which to me are spectacular. And somebody, by the way, somebody should should mint those because they're just like so rich and so and so, yeah. oh gosh, so spectacular. Um, her work uh, is but incredible. Yes. <laughs> Walk us through it. Yeah. Uh, so Masumi, um, Dr. Hayashi, I was um, had the opportunity to study under study under her at Cleveland State, and I had done um, film photography for many years, and I spent years with her. Actually, uh, I ran the dark room, um, oh, wow. so so we were close. Uh, I was the one 
changing, you know, the chemistry and things like that for uh, the rest of the uh, students or whatever. Um, Masumi is my mentor. And um, as far as art is concerned, uh, fine art, the most impactful figures, um, the tragedy of the end of her life. Uh, I had only left Cleveland for, I think, two years when that happened. I was uh, working at a German bar in LA when I got the call that that had happened. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. And, um, but Masumi, she, it was hard to, I was really impacted by her death for many years um, to where I, I like almost couldn't talk about it. And uh, this question was fun because um, she has been ever present with me the last few years. Um, and for one of the main reasons is that uh, when Photoshop was coming out, you know, and uh, everyone was beginning to maybe purchase digital cameras and Misumi, she had this long black braid that was almost to the floor. She was tough. Like <laughs> one of her first courses is mostly how not to shoot cliche photography. And if wow. you had a subject in the center a dog, some kid, if you had any of the typical, she would yeah. cut you down. And like there was, so I did, we had to shoot for months, cliche photography to get out of it and wow. to, to break free of, of those sorts of things. Um, <laughs> so imagine how impacted I am now. <laughs> but it's, uh, she, it's almost like understanding it, what it is, uh, as, as, as well as you could so that you would have repeated that you wouldn't that's uh, that's right um and and i i think after that after that course we moved and they were on slides a slide film but we moved to um uh all the different angles you know two-point perspective uh this and that and this and that once you broke the cliche because misumi wasn't having any of that um but she is the person and i would hear her over the years she she was like not yelling but she was saying very serious Heather, you have to take the Photoshop course. This is the way of the future. You must accept it. You must accept digital cameras. And she was, this is when she was shooting like uh, Mansfield Prison, uh, India. I was, I, was, I was there when she left for India. Um, <laughs> and I was, I don't want to do it. I don't like it. I want nothing to do with it. I agreed. I took the Photoshop courses. I learned how to do uh, the digital photography where that comes full circle is as I was privately and secretly watching Web3 while it was being mocked or my colleagues were saying things, I had dreams about her and she she's always with me, but this was very intense. And she's like, Heather, this is the way of the future. It was those moments that, yeah. because she was first with the website, you know, she was pushing always with new technology and embracing it. And I kept thinking, and I, I would ask where she would say, um, no, this is the way. And I knew that she would be here in this moment. Uh, she would absolutely, her life was cut too short. Interesting, yeah. Uh, so yeah. would you say that that would be one of her major influences on you? The, uh, For example, your... your uh, uh, pivoting and you know uh, transitioning to into into Web three and digital art. 
you know, could that be, could that have been uh, sort of that um, I thought was the major impact. Um, uh, I thought it was that, but as I as I really went to heart um, with this particular question, and it was kind of hard to be honest. It was like going. It was a little sad uh, thinking back on some of those things. Um, <laughs> maybe it's just that time of my life and my arts career to realize some of these things, but abandonment, lack of people, historical, archaeological, that's Masumi in she, that's what her work was and her influence on me is much deeper than I maybe even initially perceived it to be. I know that it is, but uh, even being a woman, like a female photographer and artist, um, she, uh, my work, it's like, where's the people, you know, where's, where's, where's this, where's that. Um, And when I dive into a project, I, I also research the area a lot. And these are all things that she did. And she taught us, she taught us everything. I mean, Jim Goldberg's, uh, I remember Jim Goldberg be one of the few men that she showed when we were dealing with typography and words over images and stuff. So she was also pushing um, uh, her own, the own women artists in her life as well to kind of maybe balance things out where I had this perception. I d- when I hear percentages of what we were talking about earlier, I don't actually see that. I don't see less women and more men or what women do, what kind of work women do and what kind of work men do because I was with Masumi at Mansfield prison, a prison. I have a whole series. I was one of the few people when she went and shot Mansfield prison that was also shooting there. It's decaying. It was scary. Um, And I continue to go into buildings like that. Very similar um, I learned how to do the 360 panoramic views in the way that she did it, um, her own style. So she was such a passionate um, teacher that she gave us everything. Everything she had, she gave to us and she would push us to find ourselves. And she would just drive us into working harder and harder. And I I have carried all of that with me. And as I entered Web3 with Masumi in my dreams, telling me this is the way of the future, while people maybe in my real life were making fun of me, I made a connection a year ago with Masumi's best friend, who is an artist who I knew about decades ago, who saw the thing and wrote me and said, I'm so-and-so. One of her best friends, it's so good to hear you talking about her because I entered this space thinking, how do I get Masumi's name back into the mix? Because she, you know, artists kind of can, how do I do that? And do I talk to her son about maybe minting her work on the blockchain? Like, do I, what do Uh, I do? Her work needs to be seen. And I feel like it's, it's starting to get, time has gone by. Um, you know, yeah. from, from the tragedy, but she's a uh, very, very, very important to me. Yeah. The, uh, do, you feel, do, you, do you think there's a possibility that uh, the work could find its way to the blockchain? I wonder, you know, um, 
it's funny with one of her dear friends, Melanie being in the space, also toying with the idea. Um, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of, uh, traditional artists that have had longstanding careers that are going to be bringing their work, but they're also patient and observant and just need a little bit more time. Who knows what would happen, but it seems like it would be the right thing. I don't know how I, how I would. Our our son, right? Yeah. 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 There is ways to get to it. Yeah. Her work is incredible. And I mean, people see it in museums and such, but it's her work. Let me ask is, a question. The panoramic effect, right? Was, yeah. To me, to me, that was done in post, right? Because that's just the assemblage of all these of all these individual pieces that make up the, the, the whole panoramic 360, right? Right. Uh, of the landscape that she was photographing, that she was documenting, right? Right. So they and- were were painstakingly like taken right one at a time right mm-hmm. and then in post kind of like composited and then sort of rendered as one but, big panoramic right yes and these are huge pieces so when she'd be uh putting them together or with assistance as well um you know you have the images like this and they're being laid and moved around over time um i speaking of it, it's uh with technology now i wonder what that would look like uh, with work, because I considered it, I, I actually did one for Lost in the Mist of Time. I did a 360. I went three different times to get different images. I did, I in, a, in homage to Masumi, I did one. It didn't really have a place in the collection, so I left it off to the side. But I was going to do the composite in the computer, which <laughs> I, I ended up, I kept stopping and I went and printed it out because I prefer to have that experience where she would, you know, things, there would be an uncomfortable lineup. Sometimes, sometimes there's images, you know, taken at various times. Some of the, some of those bodies of work took years. So um, yeah, it's a, it's an incredible process. I have flashbacks to seeing like the the table spread out with all of these, Uh, you know, printed images and so many of them. And, and, she was very, very serious about her work. So, um, I, now, was she doing? No, be, I'm sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. But no, the, no, uh, not at all. Your exposure to it was it uh, through? So, was the work uh, actually assembled through uh, Cleveland State through the college, or was this outside of the of the of the of the um, universities? You know the well? the specifics on some of those things because um, you know she was got she got grants and stuff. And as I'm, I'm having like flashbacks because I was in her course during 9-11. Uh, I was in one of her class. I was working uh, when she went to India, when she did all these different things and she was able to take a sabbatical and, and then would have, you know, we'd have someone uh, really awesome coming in to teach the course, you know, that she would handpick for the time right. she was gone. Um, I know it allowed her the opportunity to do it, but I'm not sure uh, the specific details at the moment on how all of that went. But I was at her home and her own studio. So my memories of seeing that are most likely from uh, her own her own home and studio. And what I'll do is I'll post some of the uh, some of her work and also some of the work that we that we've discussed, you know, even your work. Um, in a couple of, you know, I'll do uh, some posts, some tweet posts so that, okay. you know, the listeners, you know, they get, see some visual references to, That's wonderful. Uh, 
you know, to what we've discussed, what we've covered. Um, so, uh, Heather, so you're, 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 you're multidisciplinary, right? You're, you're, yes. you're an artist, you're, you're a photo- you're a fine art photographer, you are uh, a painter, you're an actress, you're a sculptor. Um, the, uh, the, 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 the sculpting, um, aspect of your career, it, it, it sounds like it's, it's one of your, uh, one of your most important right uh, bodies of work, right? And there's a couple that I've that I've, that I've seen that has stood out that I wanted this. Uh, first, so I want to understand first of all, you know, what's what role does sculpture play in your in your arsenal, right, of uh, of arts? And then uh, and then if we can talk about there's two pieces that I'm particularly interested. In, the, the the first one being obviously Shroud of West Front of the of the Western Frontier, uh, which is God. Where, where do I begin, right? There's uh, Oh, gosh. Uh, you got to just imagine me building it. How about <laughs> I can, uh, Blood, money, guilt, uh, trauma, um, just a painful reminder of a troubled past. That's, that's, that's how I interpret. That's what it, there's a painful reminder of a shared history, maybe of a, of just a troubled past as a country, as a people, as a, yeah. So what gives? <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think I was like seven when I, I thought that, uh, it'd be really cool if I could be a Renaissance woman. And, um, I think I spent a lot of years trying to do all the things I love. Um, but, uh, yeah. So I recent, in recent years, um, started to, uh, and not, you know, and I have done it in the past and uh, in, in, in a formal education way. But um, I went back to school to finish. Um, I, I kind of I wanted a curator. I wanted to get a, a, a curatorial certificate for management, um, arts management and uh, finish the art history part, portion of my degree as a as an adult, adult, adult. Um, but I also. Um, trained further in sculpture and printmaking and painting and things of that nature. And what I discovered was um, uh, something I knew that was there, but maybe I wasn't um, skilled enough, educated enough in in the craft. I hadn't worked enough with it to um, really uh, embrace and um, uh, take my conceptualized view of what I wanted to create and actually do it uh, as I needed to, which I can do now. Right. So sculpture is something that really took hold for me because it's so physical. My, th- these pieces are bigger than me and I'm five, I'm five, eight and a half. So like, they're pretty like the shroud is, it takes two people. It's there. It's huge. And I love, um, welding steel. I love, uh, sawing wood and drilling nails into it. I, all of the things that I like that I can use a plethora of materials to, um, to, to, to my ideas and all the like complexity that come with them. Uh, I can create with my hands something and it's generally abstract and kind of with way too much going on where photography, you know, I can do some things, but for me, it's very, it's much more, I'm much more straight lined. So this is where I get to um, really go crazy, right? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to make a piece about genocide. 
Let's do it. <laughs> so here's this other piece about uh, let's deal with snakes and Eve and apples and let's take it back. <laughs> you know, so it's I um I really really enjoy it and I actually have uh, I think seven pieces of other sculptures that are still in the works right now. Mm-hmm. And uh, with my my tiny lifestyle at the moment, I have uh, I have little things like little clay and little work I'm doing, little lino cuts <laughs> you know, for the space. Yeah. But but in my uh, I do have I'm still working on huge pieces. Um, uh, the one the the one that you wanted to talk about with uh, the snake plates. There's actually a, a second half to it that I'm almost finished. And uh, oh really. Mm-hmm. So it's it's as tall as me, and then the 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 steel part, and then on top, hanging on the wall is I, I, I it's already made. It's like two feet long. This clay vessel and <laughs> steel. I just I really get into it. I like I like using my full body and and just yes. everything inside of me into the materials. It's 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 a weird yeah, yeah. uh, dark room's a little bit like that too but much more meticulous and calculated. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. And, and, and you, and, and you plan, you, you plan to continue to work on sculpture, right? Oh yeah. I, I'm working on some things now. I'm actually right now I'm working on, uh, uh, working with paint. I've got the photos. Um, I've got lino cuts lined up and, um, I, you know, we prioritize our time. I'm not doing any like movies or anything or theater right now, but I, I can, I can, uh, I can keep creating. So yeah, I've, I've got quite a few things I'm, I'm working on and some of the larger sculpture pieces will, um, you know, they're almost finished, but they'll, they might just have to wait until I have a more permanent studio space back as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then obviously the other, the other piece, which, um, um, it's it's got a Latin title, which it it's cum totum fecis seputas latetanguis in herba, which translates to the all appears clean, a snake lurks in the grass. Mm-hmm. And that you said that was like a, a, a beef you had with a Renaissance man. <laughs> I have a beef with a. <laughs> I've got, you know, I what I'm bringing in here is a oh, it's I could probably talk about it for hours, but I'm bringing in Virgil. Um, yeah. I'm bringing in the medieval switch around. I'm bringing in the Christian, different Christian faiths and the Bible. Um, and, and I'm bringing in um, Bernard Palisi, who is a, uh, who in his own right is uh awesome uh, Renaissance artist who, uh, and a scientist and, and, and all sorts of things. But he had done these um, rustic where, uh, ceramic plates with um uh actual species of animals that were alive while he positioned them on the plates and and which is standard for the time and um i used all of them together to create a piece i don't know can i swear on this but (laughs) there was there was a sometimes the subtext was uh um you know, like F your snakes or like things like that, because there is this through line throughout history. And some of the things that are mistranslated, um, you know, over time in the Bible and what have you with, and I, I, 
with snakes being uh, evil and dark and how they tie in with women and apples and how that's been this through line throughout history, which also drops into uh, Palisi because he was very, very religious, but Protestant. Um, so when he was uh, getting this, the the creatures like snakes that he was using in his plates, it was it was also all of those things tied together. And I was taking all of that and attempting to take it back. So I made broken plates, not live snakes. I used fake ones, but I recreated plates yeah. in that in his fashion, which many have done over the centuries. Um, right. He got a resurgence in the Rococo period um, and then kind of disappeared again. So here I am making these plates. I made this intense steel structure that they sit on. And I used real apples covered in resin, which rot in the gallery while the piece is on display. (laughs) (laughs) And I, if there's a lot, there's so much more to it, but um, I think that that general, those general points are, um, yes, that's, that's what it is. It's uh, me taking it back. It's a very feminist work. (laughs) So I just said. Yeah, loud and clear. (laughs) Uh, no, 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 I, I think I, I think it's it's I, I think it's an important piece. It, 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 Thank you. I I was really pleased you wanted to speak about it. Yeah. Um, all right. Cool. So, Heather, um, as we wrap up, you know, we uh, we're now in twenty eight minutes. This is a great conversation, right? Because it's. Good. I'm really enjoying by. myself. Do you have coffee, yeah. even? Because I I feel bad. I my. I, Make make yourself at home. You are home. I um, I am home. <laughs> there you go. So listen, Heather. So I always I ask this question to everybody. So uh, so Heather in one year, Heather in five years, and Heather in twenty years. What are we What are we looking at? You want to know what I looked at? I I have a here's my notebook. Okay. Right. I, I wrote I wrote it down, and I wrote my age. <laughs> so I, was ah. like, I wrote forty five, fifty. 65. And then I kept looking at it and was like, wow. Okay. Um, You know, I feel like this kind of question would have been really easy to answer a few years ago. Mm. And my initial response that I can't seem to um, move away from is I hope that I'm happy and healthy and safe and enjoying life. These, that is my my core answer to that. Um, but, you know, <laughs> to honor the question asked, I feel like the last two years have been really interesting and profound. There have been experiences I, I, did, I wouldn't have anticipated in my wildest dreams. I've had great things happen in my life. You know, I've I've been very fortunate with some experiences and um, the ones with Obscura, with um, the NFT NYC, like my work was with Magnum photographers. Uh, There was, there's all of these things happening that I, I could never have imagined the people I've met, how passionate they are for art and, and building. So in a way, it's almost impossible to to determine 
However, I feel like this is going to be a really good year um, for art and and this space, not just yeah. for me, but for yeah. for many of us. I, I feel it. You know that feeling when you know. Yeah, I, 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 I do. I feel, I, by the way, I feel the same way. Yeah. I, there's, there's been times in our lives where great things have happened, right? And you felt it coming. And, and when, when I was in my early 20s, I didn't really quite know. And then it was like, oh, this great thing happened. This, is, um, this year feels very powerful. I don't know how big, but something tells me that it's bigger than I can. Interesting. Okay. I can imagine. Um, and five years from now, wow, I, I don't know. I hope, um, I, you know, I'm looking forward to, uh, <laughs> to doing, yeah, I, I would love to uh, be getting back on stage soon. You know, I was going to be doing that, but I'm holding back. I, I just want to keep doing what I do, you know, I, yeah. uh, doing all the things and having the time and the financial capacity to continue my endeavors um at 65 wow i hope i hope that 20 years from now i'm like sitting in a cafe outside of um a parisian restaurant drinking coffee and having a croissant and remembering this conversation <laughs> it's a it's a great asp aspiration yeah it, it's difficult to um it's difficult and celebrating to, a successful drop, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's difficult to um to conceptualize some of these things now, I think because of this space. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, because because yeah, because it's imagine what it can become even in two years, right? Because I, of yeah. It, but, it, but you do you see yourself participating in it, right? Yes. You definitely see yourself. Yes. Yeah. You're, very, you're very much long. so. Mm -hmm. right. I am. And I, I'm, I've been here every day. I've barely taken a break in two years, even if I've quietly moved, you know, I'm like the bottom of the river, you know, I just kind of just moving yeah. through it. Yeah. And, um, but I'm, I'm very passionate. I uh, intend to be here all along and I, I would enjoy, I, I suppose, having the opportunity to be a louder voice. I think uh, in the same way that I would also like to see others, yourself, I'm really glad you're doing a podcast. Um, these yeah. are the voices that need to start um, raising up. And, and I think yeah. the it's crucial that we do so right now. We need to, there needs to be other voices to balance things out. And I'm seeing it happen. And, um, and hopefully uh, we become certain groups of us start to be heard amongst everything as well. Yeah, but that's, yeah, you know, I'm talking. Yeah, no, because there's, there's so much to be, to be, to be told and so much to be uh, recorded and so much to be mm -hmm. uh, uh, documented. Yeah. And uh, because gosh, it, you know, you, you see it from just, just from your daily feed on Twitter, uh, Twitter feed, right? I mean, the, the amount of innovation and, 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 uh, Gosh, and, and creation, and, and and it's. I mean, it's impossible to keep track. So the more of us are kind of like keeping score and documenting mm -hmm. and keeping track, uh, you know, the better the space is going to be for it. Um, yeah. Again, like I, I like I, I like I said to many people and many times before, I haven't felt this uh, passionate and this uh, enthusiastic and this uh, driven and this moved or 
you know, ever in my life, you know, uh, than what I'm seeing now in this space. It's just, uh, um, it's it's something very, very special. And, uh, yeah, so I think it's, uh, and so back to our original conversation, uh, it it is, it it is the beginnings of a new movement, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, which is yet has to be defined, right? But we know it's something um, of a large, large magnitude. So, uh, and we, you know, we're lucky for being here early enough to I, be able to, so lucky. And to, and to write it, right? Help write it too. So, I think that those louder voices are going to be, um, I think it's really important for right now in this moment that we're um, starting to speak up and bring what we have to offer to the table rather than just being silent observers, which I think many of us that have decades in in the arts and arts practices um, have been, you know, we're, we're patient, you know, so we've listened and we've quietly participated, but I I think we all need to start um, coming together if this is going to be successful. And that a second thing I I think is important to add to that um, is the financial aspect of things. If the top percentage is making the bulk of the, uh, financials. They have they have financial security, while everybody else. This is reminding me of American American monetary system, but it's like everybody else is struggling and coming right. every day and working hard. So there has to balance has to take place sooner than later. It's 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 imperative to the success and growth of this um, entire experiment. So if there if there isn't uh, if the condition is not there for people to sort of um, you know be able to 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 uh, you know make a living right it's, right it's, it's a lot of hours so we we've talked about that separate um, but it, it's it's a lot of uh, commitment we choose to commit to it we choose the time that we allow into this but it's um, and it and it's something I'm passionate about doing I'd never feel a complaint about it. But I do see, and this isn't about me personally, it's an observation, there are brilliant minds that, that are here right now that I don't know how sustainable it is. Um, if, if, if everybody, if it's not sustainable, some of those brilliant minds and brilliant creative forces can't keep going. And it's right. understandable. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm excited to see what comes to pass. And if I ever get to the place that I can help put it back in and, and continue supporting people and, um, and creating uh, opportunities for community, I, I think I, I'm, I'm all in, I'm all in. I, yeah, and listen, and, and, I, and I've said it from the beginning, right. You're probably one of the, one of the kindest, one of the most altruistic and one of the most, um, yeah, supportive, you know, people in the space and, uh, uh, and yeah, for sure. And, for, and, for sure, uh, there's there's a need for more and more of those uh, kind of participants, of those kind of like you know community members that uh, uh, just you know just want the overall good for the space, but also for you know for for the for for other artists, right, and other um, you know participants in the in in the community. So, um, but I think for the most part, you know, we're all kind of you know rowing in that direction. We all kind of like have that same uh, you know that same 
objective in mind and that mm-hmm. goal to create a space that is you know, inclusive and, and, and safe, but most, imp- most importantly, most, uh, more encouraging to each other, right? More, um, yeah. It's important. Sure. Uh, it's, 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 it's not about one person. And is life ever really about that, even though we reward that? It's rewarded in the space as well. Yes, it's yes. rewarded when people are like me, 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 you know, but yeah. that's not what this is about. And um, uh, those are really nice words. Thank you. I, I'm really touched by those things that you no, said. Thank you. It's, it's really kind. It, it, and I, it's obvious. It's pretty obvious. Yeah. I've, I've met such a lot of people that, think, well, that, that, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of other artists and collectors and that will, you know, not would say, but do say the same thing. So, um, so it's a pretty, uh, it's a well shared, yeah, it's a well shared opinion for sure. That's very kind. I, I, I have been um, very lucky the last year, and this includes you as well. Um, the people that I've uh, met, I, I just, I find them to be profound and incredible. Like the level of kindness and love and energy and support and to, to take everyone in and just go, hey, Alejandro's one of them too. Yeah. Just, I, I'm like, just, just come, let's all go together to this place. And, yeah. and, and, and everyone, it, this moment is, um, it's almost indescribable. Yeah. It really oh, you're is. Right, you're right. Yeah. Um, and so to wrap it up, Heather, um, anything, any, um, any upcoming, uh, projects, any upcoming releases, any upcoming, uh, new collections or anything you wanted to share with, uh, with the audience? Oh, there's, uh, there's so many, I have a backlog of work. I thought I would drop first. Um, I am, uh, I did the whole smart contract on a rush thing with manifold. <laughs> so I have a couple lined up, but I am going to drop the work I've been shooting in Colorado. Um, and that's a lot of, of the same in a way, cause it's mining towns and some of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the history of all that. So there's going yeah. to be that, um, I'm finalizing that work now. Um, I am really into the dance and performance art part right. of this web three space. And I'm also, um, working towards figuring out how to bring my, giant sculptures into nfts as a virtual experience so i physically made them but and i I kind of i'm almost there so i have a lot of exciting things that i'm I'm working on and in what order they come sometimes that's financial too you can't just keep minting work but uh i i'm not in that kind of position um but i've got Um, multiple shapes uh, Heather, what kind of a shape does the performative uh, uh, element, you know, take, like, take, like, what is it, what could that look like? You know, there's so many things I'm, yeah, I'm, T4. right, I, I do improv comedy as well. Um, and so I have friends that there are things where we're writing sketches. And if we just end up, I'm not quite sure, we're not quite there yet. So if it's like, how that's going to look, but I feel like it's getting closer. I don't have a definitive thing. I hope in a few weeks I have a a clear vision, but what I've seen from dancers is, is awesome. 
and you're you're getting clips of their work. And they're MP4 files, right? They're videos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're right. videos. So this is all very very new, kind of like the poetry yeah. and the writing. How it takes shape will be informed by the people that are here or come in in the next few weeks yeah. to yeah. create it. Um, are we going to be ourselves in the videos, or are we going to be avatars? You know, there's there's all sorts of. Uh, things that we can play with. And those endless uh, possibilities are really, really exciting too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. And so, uh, and the best way to stay up to date with your, uh, you know, with your drops, with your releases, with your work is through your Twitter feed, right? At, which is, at, I at, have, uh, at, I think that that's, we've all accepted that as our fate yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and um, and yeah, I think that that's the best way. I'm, um, it's difficult, right? Because uh, we have uh, this new way, and so a lot of energy goes into it. Now, if we all end up staying there, it's hard to say. But at least there's foundation and places yeah, where sure. our work our work can. Uh, right, right, right. Yeah, but as as far as the up to date, just the news, you know, I think tw- your your Twitter feed is probably the I think the so most. Too. I yeah. think so too. Yeah. I can only, I only have so much time and I, 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 I have chosen the Twitter. So that is my social media app that I can handle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and your handle is uh, at uh, Heather and Stout. So I'll, I'll post, I'll post it too. So, you know, that's, uh, that's awesome. Thank you. The audience can, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Well, uh, well, what can I say that this was uh uh, the most enjoyable of conversations. It was. Oh, uh, it's I'm so been, glad. It's been so good to do it. You know, to do a deep dive and really kind of get to the core of uh, of your work, right? Which is, uh, like I said, it's important work. It's consequential work. Uh, you. you know, advertently or inadvertently, you know, you are documenting a certain um, a certain aspect, a certain time and place of the American narrative of the American uh, landscape, the American rural landscape. Um, and, uh, you know, in a way you're becoming sort of the, the, you're bearing witness to, to the, to the, the changes and the metamorphosis. And, uh, um, so I think it's, it's work that is, that needs to be seen. It's work that needs to be considered. It's work that needs to be critiqued. It's work that needs to be shared. So, um, yeah, so, so thank you so much for, you know, sharing your, um, uh, you know, your work, your art, and thank, you know, and thank you for really, uh, for, you know, putting this out, out, you know, this work out into the public for everybody to enjoy. So, um, so thank, thank you, you again. Uh, thank you for, um, for having me here. Uh, really, I, I've really enjoyed this and those words mean a lot to me. Um, so I, 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 you've, you've inspired me. I feel like sharing more of these things that I've, I've come across. I, it is, I feel it's important and I, and I feel, so, uh, so thank you again, Heather, and, uh, <laughs> I'll see you around Twitter and, uh, yeah. you know, and I uh, can't wait to see your next, uh, your next drop. Uh, again, my name is, uh, Michaela Colonna and, uh, this was the second episode of, uh, of scrapbook and, uh, till next time, uh, Bye, everyone. Stay glitch.